What it do? Grits in the City podcast, a.k.a. Girls Raising the South and the City. How y'all doing? It's been a little minute. I know y'all missed us. Right? <laughs> it's been a, a long little minute. How you doing, Tosh? Girl, I'm okay. You know, I'm living it up. You know, my life is crazy right now with right. The COVID, as always. But she jet setting, though, during the pandemic. So that's what's up. Yeah, I got my mask on, y'all. I just came back to New York for this episode. So y'all gonna hear some good stuff that we're gonna talk about this episode. Yeah, man. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna get into it then since, you know, we're gonna we gonna, you know, we do our little our toast, our roundup, what we pouring up to uh typically in our segment. So Tosh, what what what's a couple of things that we pouring up to this week? Um, we're gonna pour it up to like hip hop. It's been a lot of hip hop and R&B. It's been a lot of like positive artists right now. Like a lot of artists that's actually doing their thing. Like Toby from Houston. Um, yes. He's just so dope. Like y'all, y'all need to check him out. Like he had a song with Paul Wall and it really caught my attention. He had and, a shout out from Beyonce a couple of months right. ago, right? Like she put him on her like playlist or her to watch list or something like that. H-Town. He's, he's amazing. He's all about black love, black family. He's very positive. He's he can flow. And he got yes. a family. And he can rap. He need to come on our show. Best believe that. Yes. And um, not only him, but uh, that other, it was a, it's a singer that was on Love & Hip Hop New York back in the day. Johnny Blaze that was on Love & Hip Hop New York she under dope. Richie Dollars, right? Right. She had like an interview that I saw and she was talking about her background and how she was molested as a child. She was trafficked and how, you know, she, she went through a lot and how she's a changed woman and learned a lot and grew. And I'm all about growth within, you know, women, especially women of color. Right. So I, I, I feel her and she's super talented. That girl can play the hell out of the piano. She could probably play the, play the piano better than Alicia Keys. She, she had that little beef with Dre back in the day. They with had a, they, Drake. Why she had beef with Drake? They had a whole little running girl. Uh, she fought Drake. Not fought. I think she boned Drake. Oh, and he boned everybody, Lord. Right, but then she, you know, went on and told and did X, Y, Z. It was a girl. It was a whole bunch of drama. Oh, I didn't know that. So right. she, she just told all everybody about Right, that. but what I will say about Johnny Blaze, even though she a little bit problematic, when we used to see her on uh, on Love and Hip Hop, she's extremely talented, and she she, she really play, is. I think she can play like over five instruments. So oh, Lord. listen, she, she can sing, she can play instruments, she can write. Like, listen, that's talent, you know. If you if you ask me, so right. Shout out to her. And other artists, I think you wanted a, a shout out to. Um, Ashanti and Keisha Cole. You know what? You know, the verses did just pass. And I don't know if you checked that. I checked it out. Even though I was, you know, like, it's been delayed a couple times. And I was just kind of, like, checking people's temperatures online. And I feel like everybody was a little bit over it just because of all the postponements. Mm-hmm. But we did tune in. We and did. so we we did write on it on our blog. So be sure to check out com. But yeah, like how like how we postponed it like two times, but they were still very much late. But the girls, you know, once they got into their right. rhythm, 
you know, they, yeah. And so shout out to all that women empowerment. Shout out to Libra power because they were both, you know, Libras. They both Libras, oh, and they were like night and day. <laughs> oh, they are. Shout out to Keisha Cole titties because they were sitting high. Because they yes. were sitting, honey. And, you know, but and they both had the, you know, the, the bundle the hair. with the side parts. I was like, okay. They did. <laughs> they did. They, they both were, cute. They were very much channeling that Libra. They were very much they on the same so page. They so cute. That's why I fuck with them. And all black and everything. Keisha so. Cole a little feisty, but, you know, I fuck with her. She real. You no, know, she came in there a little stank. She know? act like a Scorpio. She a Libra, though. Yeah, like a Scorpio. <laughs> so that lets you know that other signs can be moody as well. It's not it's not just Scorpio. Mm-hmm. But, all right. So, well, I'm, I'm going to pour it up and toast to... I'm toasting it up to black fashion and black designers this week, actually. Just because, you know, obviously we just came off the heels of inauguration and getting a new president and vice president. Congratulations to them both. But, okay, so let's talk about it. So the fashions at the inauguration. Like, did you know that they were two black designers? So when we're talking about Michelle Obama Mm. and that ox blood suit. Yes, ox blood. What the fuck? I thought it was plum. It could be plum. It's ox blood, girl. It could it, it be ox blood. It could be plum. What is this? Harry Potter type? Are you up there <laughs> describing the Harry Potter and, terms? And Kamala's, uh, Kamala's suit, her violet suit. Um, I didn't like that suit that much, but okay. Right. Well, it would look like plum. It remind me of the Charlotte Chat, like, like the Charlotte Chocolate. The blueberry scene. Yes. <laughs> I will I will say that I agree with that, but I'm gonna say that still kudos to them because what she did, she would like like Michelle as well as Kamala. They were both wearing two black designers from the South. Yeah, at that. Shout out to the Grits designers. Yes. So the shout South. out to to Grits Christopher John Rogers and is Sergio Hudson. That was the um the oxblood color suit, the plum color suit, and so the violet was Christopher John Rogers. Just young talent, black talent, both from the South. Uh, Rogers from uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Hudson is from Ridgeway, South Carolina. So yes. shout out to they them. Real country, girl. It, right? Real country, and and look at them. It's you know, middle of nowhere. President and um, vice presidents and and presidents' uh, wives are are wearing their garments. So shout out to them. So that's that's what I got. And you know, shout out to our our new president and vice right. president. You know, doing a damn thing. And the inauguration was dope, girl. That whole inauguration, Lady Gaga killed it. You know, I love her. You know. And J- and what about J Lo? J Lo was alright. She was lip singing for her life, <laughs> and um, you know, Shanti was in the background. She was in the White House, you know, singing them vocals for her, right? Because she probably wrote, you know, the lyrics or. But she sounded good. I was surprised that J Lo sounded so good. But I, I feel like that was lip singing and audio and whatever they did. But she sounded pretty good though. Okay. Her outfit was on point though. You know she gonna always give like, you fashion. They all was slaying. She gonna always give you ladies. She was killing it too. She had that big ass bird on her, like it was about to fly all off. Like it was fly straight off. All the ladies was giving it when it came to fashion. You know, last week. Uh, Biden, Biden wife too. Shit. Yes. Jill. Yes. Jill is fly as fuck. 
She look like she shop at uh, but, but what's that old Sax or you talk about sex? Nah, <laughs> Donna Karen girl. Okay. She like she a straight Donna Karen girl. She may be a straight Donna Karen girl. Who knows, honey? Somewhere something expensive. She fly. Okay, and you were shouting out owns. Oh yeah. So also we want to shout out own network. So own network has been doing a good job with um their reality TV shows. I feel like they're trying to take the place of BT. Do you, I mean BT ain't been putting out no comment. What's up with that? Hit us up BT. <laughs> so they have like um this reality show about girls in um, Mississippi, and they are all entrepreneurs and they're millionaires. And I feel like it's just like it's called the Bell Collective. Ooh, the I show. heard about that. Yes. The show, like, is so dope because, like, their hair all look good. Their hair is laid. Okay. And then on top of that, like, one of the girls on the show, it caught my attention. She's trying to buy back um, a block that was formerly owned by black people. And she's trying to buy it back to make it all black again. And then they have, like, so many great entrepreneur black women. Yes, they got drama and shit on the show, but it's a good show. And then also on, like, they got this Ready to Love show. Shout out to everybody in Houston, all the grits in Houston that was on the show, Ready to Love, the one that just last um, aired. That show was actually good, too. And I, I like the fact that it's not, it's not like people fighting over these niggas like that. So it was good. So shout out to Own trying to be the new BET. Yeah, and shout out to Netflix. I know I've said this in previous episodes, but, you know, Netflix just keeps stepping up and rising to the occasion. And I do like what they're doing with the strong black lead and how we're getting something every, you know, week or, you know, every month, whether it's Bridgerton uh, or whether it's Lupin. And that's a good international film that's supposed to be based in France uh, with a with a Senegalese character. Um, just shout out to them. And then I like the new film that, that they had with, uh, I want to say it's, uh, Idris Damson, the dude, that's the, the young cat that I love from, uh, Snowfall and Snowfall comes back out next month, y'all. So we are tuning in for season four. Um, I want to say it drops February 24th, but he's starring in it and he's a British actor. And I just, I think he's so talented. He's so young. He's dope. But yeah, shout out to Netflix too. And lastly, for me, shout out to the real MVP and the coach, Lori Harvey. You know, I know a lot yes, of people have, have had a lot to say about, you know, this young Those lady. Those that's hating shit. And Listen. the niggas that's hating, like, come on now. She young. Let her live her best life. Happy hoes ain't hating and, and hating hoes ain't happy. If you got more than one baby daddy, you cannot hate on Lori Harvey. Like, it don't make no damn sense. Because she getting all the young, fine, and sexy things. If she got pretty privilege, they hating. Right. Yeah. She got rich, pretty privilege. Don't yeah, get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, she got you know, so, you know, wealth begets wealth. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a little bit different. So she, she now she may decide that uh, Michael B. Jordan ain't really her her flavor. I've seen him do some things or, or the me. things that they've posted, like he's throwing snow and shit up. I don't know how many black girls like water being thrown on them or snow being thrown on them, mm -hmm. but she may like it. Who she knows? She got perm, girl. That's why she probably likes. She got perm. I don't care if I got a perm. I don't care about nothing. If my shit is fresh. Like, don't play with me. I'm not a white girl. 
<laughs> that's just my thoughts. But, you know, people are like, well, all, all, all she needed, you know, was to settle down with a good dude. Well, she, she young still. Like She was you know, engaged at but she was like probably engaged when she was sixteen, girl. No, she, she wasn't. She was twenty four. I mean, she was like she like twenty three, twenty four. She right. Was she was like nineteen, twenty. She was engaged to a soccer girl. player, honey. She okay. She, she let him go, honey. Cause she was an a international kid. soccer on, player. Who cares? Hundred fifty million. She a kid. Who cares? She she got to live and learn. You know, she's still like right. learning herself, learning who she right, is. Right, for sure, for sure. That's why I fuck with the little girl. You know, cause I was out there too, y'all, back in the day when I was young. You know, I was a little bit more wholesome, but. You you know, I was out there still. You know, I don't, I don't judge. You know, doing my thing. I'm out there now, y'all, though. Shit. I should have been out there when I was Lori age. <laughs> you know, I did my thing when I was younger. But, you know, as for now, I just be chilling. So, yeah. Well, uh, if nothing else. We're going to get into the, the main topic right, right about now. The you Southern know. Sound Off, y'all. Now, it, it's been s- such a long time since we came on and we did uh, episodes to kind of, like, fill y'all in on what what's going on. So, this episode is just all about, like, yo, 2020 was mad real. But, you know, we here now. What we got going on? We, where, where have we been? Facts. You know, we've been kind of, like, on a, a hiatus, you know, in two different places, you know, Tasha is from Houston. I'm from Dallas originally. So, like, we just been, you know, during quarantine months, we've been pretty busy with just life. Right. And just, you know, dealing dealing with things just like the rest of the world. What's been going on, Tosh? So, y'all, last year, it's been crazy. You know, we've been ghosts. But last year, you know, I had a, a housing situation with someone that was living with me that caught COVID. Oh, wow, man. And the nigga tried it. Y'all, I know he almost died and everything, but he still tried it. Um, we was trying to, like, help. I had to call the ambulance to save this man's life, y'all. It was crazy because COVID is real out here. Y'all need to wear y'all damn masks, okay? Man, I know so many people that have caught it for sure. This nigga almost died. So the nigga, he get out the hospital, y'all. He come to the house, and he came and walk. I was like, nigga, you not about to get in this damn house. <laughs> No, you can't fucking walk. And being immobile. And then I, I have to take care of you like, no. Nah, nigga, I don't know you like that. You I don't got no kids. About to die. Nobody about to die in my motherfucking house. On Ain't my nobody watch. Fu- nobody about to die, sir. So I keep the nigga out of the house, sick and all. But it helped save the nigga I life. I know you had kicked him yeah, out. I kicked, the, I kicked <laughs> this nigga out of the house. I was like, nigga, you better crawl out the fucking house. I didn't know you had hospital. given him an ultimatum. Yes, I gave this nigga an ultimatum. I don't, like, you, nobody's about to die in my fucking house, period. Like, and, you know, niggas, men are different from women. Like, men be acting like they can, like, help themselves feel better and figure out, and man up and all that shit. Nah, nigga, you ain't need to go get help. Right. So I kicked the nigga out of the house. He was perfectly, that probably saved his life the second fucking time. He was perfectly fine, came back, he can finally walk again. The nigga left and went to, like, Georgia and had two strokes and almost died again. They thought he was going to die. So after all that shit, I'm in Houston. I'm like, this shit is, like, stressing me the fuck on out. Like, I don't have no time for this shit. Um, So, but long story short, he survived it. Praise the Lord. Right. And I just stayed in Houston because I'm like, let me just. First, I was going to get rid of my apartment. But then my cousin, she needed an apartment. So it worked out. So she subleased in my spot. 
So, like, I've been, like, living my best life in Houston, y'all, because Houston is straight, like, Houston, you know? Houston is open, right? Houston open, girl. I've I been, like, you know, I haven't been out there, you know, because of COVID and shit, because I'm smart and shit. But, you know, I've been, you know, I was dating some nigga. Like, you know, I was, I had a 90-day fiancé situation, you know, going on, y'all. This okay. Nigga, he was, he lived in the Bahamas. The nigga wasn't shit or whatever, but um, he got upset with me. You know, we ended everything. We was talking for a long time during quarantine, but we ended everything because the nigga went ghost on me, and I cussed his ass out, and then he said he was in the hospital. Well, hold up. What, what, was he in the hospital? What was he, he, was was in, he the in the hospital, hospital for COVID? No, the nigga was in the hospital, but the nigga was in the hospital that fucking long. The nigga gonna, like, my thing is, I let shit, I didn't, like, bug him until I saw him post on social media. Ah. How you gonna post on social media and not hit me up? Like, that don't make no damn sense. How you not gonna return my text? I was, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, I'm like, where the fuck this nigga been? And I felt like God works in mysterious ways because the man probably had a small penis anyway because he never sent me a dick pic. And I just feel like when a nigga don't send you a dick pic, their dicks are small. So I just feel like God works in mysterious (laughs) ways. So that's why it didn't work out. But it is what it is. And then after that, I end up talking to this, you know, I'm currently talking to somebody, y'all, and um, you got you a new man, girl. He not my man. We just talking. And, right. Um, he on a reality TV show, and it is what it is. <laughs> and, um, he fine as fuck, and it just happens to where we would start off as business partners. Next thing you know, you know, my okay. vagina's in his mouth. Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, that TMI. <laughs> you know, my my life isn't as racy as yours. How's your life going, Andrea? You know, it's it's not uh, as racy as yours. Uh, well, you know, I've been I've been getting a little bit of action. You know, I ain't just on the sidelines. I've been doing my thing as usual. But I actually I just been you know um, chilling. It's crazy because 2020 was such an interesting year. And it halted a lot of things. It put a lot in perspective. Like, I had the death of my grandparents this year or whatever. And um, my grandfather, he actually um, passed away from COVID complications. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, thank you. But, you know, they were they were both, you know, 80-plus years old. They they live long lives. They, they had, you know a multitude of kids and grandchildren. So, you know, you can't hate on that. You can't, you know, be too sad on that. So it was both of your grandmothers and your grandfather? Yeah. It was, Damn, it you was, had a rough year. It, you know, it, I feel like it's crazy because even though I feel like it was a challenging year for everybody because everybody was dealing with something. Facts. Um, it, it, but it still put a lot of things in perspective. And you know what? This year I got to spend a lot of time with my family. And just like how you went away to Houston, you kind of shot the deuces to New York. And we both, we left around, you know, probably summertime in New York. Like when summertime kicked off, you before your birthday, me after uh, July 4th. And um, I will say that, you know, this year gave me a lot of time to be closer to my family and be outside of New York City and just kind of reconnect with your roots. And sometimes you need that. Um, you need to put things in perspective. Um, with COVID, it's just like you could plan, you could plot, you could do X, Y, Z. 
But when that came about, everybody just kind of had to halt and sh- and pivot and, and kind of shift what they were doing because it's some stuff that comes up. It just can't be accounted for. It can't be planned for. So being with the fam was cool. Uh, work is good. But as far as love life, you know what? I decided that I was going to start from scratch. <laughs> all right, girl. You gotta start all over, girl. I decided that from twenty twenty one that I was in such a new space. And for anybody that knew me in twenty twenty, um, it's just different. I'm just a brand new. I'm just brand new on them. You know, um, right. I feel like for New Year's, for New Year time, for new times, you just gotta do something different altogether. But yeah, I ain't got time. I, I decided that. I wasn't gonna waste my time no more past twenty twenty. So yeah. Damn. Yeah, girl, I feel you. You These know, men out here in New York, they ain't shit. Like I got like I went on a date, y'all, during COVID, um, a couple of months ago when I came back to New York with like a New York dude, and like he he was fine as fuck, but that nigga just like I don't know New York dudes to me, they just not like Southern men. I just feel like Southern men are just a little different. Right. They're not. And then like right now, like it's, it's totally different. Like dating, like if you were like, if you ain't got what you was going to get at, you know, at the end of the summer here or whatever, it's, it's going to be hard and slim pickings because it's like, it's second, it's lockdown number two, things close at 10. And the thing about it is, it's very much hard to be courting right now. It's like, and, and you think it's cheap and but no, but see, listen, like you can't listen. It's only a certain capacity to where you could be cheap. If we can only go out to dinner, then that's the least that your ass can do. That's the very, that's the minimum. I found out that a nigga that I was fucking with. Uh, right before COVID hit, like we was, I had to stop talking to him because he had the same last name as my family, and I was okay. like, I can't be talking to no nigga that could be my cousin. I ain't about that life. Right. So like, you know, he was upset that I stopped talking to him. But what if y'all do a one of those twenty three and Me types of kids? So that you can know y'all family breakdown. No, I try to tell that nigga that he could be my cousin. Like, we went on a couple of dates. I try to tell him, like, bruh, like, was the chemistry? Name, he was like, my family ain't from Texas, nigga. But I don't go fuck. Your last name is Tucker, bro. You could be my fucking cousin. I ain't about that life. So it was just like a turn off. So I just stopped fucking with him. The next thing you know, y'all, I see this nigga on Father's Day last year. And then I see a fresh baby on his chest. That nigga had a fresh baby, so that nigga was talking to me. He had a bitch oh, pregnant yeah. the oh, whole yeah. fucking time. Because that's how it be. Niggas, y'all, niggas be moving shady as fuck, man. But, you know, but we cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I wish you and your baby mama well. You know, we probably could because oh, I wish y'all prosperity and a happy, long life with your family. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and what about, what about the... St- you have any like guys that you left behind in 2020? Yes. So I left this one nigga behind. Y'all hey, know I always have a story, y'all. Trying to get back. So I know y'all miss Tasha stories. <laughs> so um, I had this dude that I I've been knowing him. He uh for since I was like 18. 
he was like, oh, you the girl I always thought I would marry and mm. shit like that. All niggas be lying. What he doing to show and prove, though, is what I want to know. So the nigga is an engineer or whatever. So, like, during COVID, you know, nobody got shit to do. Everybody just be talking to everybody. Right. You can be as inventive. Right. As, you know, you can really put some creativity into something. Right. So we up there talking and shit. And um, he's like, oh, he moved. He left Houston. He moved to, like, Colorado. And he was like, yeah, you know, I want you to come and see me, yada, yada, yada. And I said, I'm working from home. Okay, I'm down. Shit, I'm down to go to Colorado. So he calls me, and he's having a conversation with me. And I'm asking him, I'm like, oh, how much left do you got on your student loan? He he he's like oh I I got I owe all together eighty thousand but I paid off forty thousand. Oh. I was like damn you owe a lot like you know he got forty thousand dollars left. I was like damn that blocked you. That nigga got so upset y'all because I was like damn that's a lot. That nigga went in on me. He was like you rude as fuck. You privileged as fuck. Not everybody got daddy's money. Yada yada yada. The nigga was so upset. Well, what what was his degree in? in? Engineering. That nigga went to the wrong fucking college. It ain't my fucking fault. Is this fault. just a bachelor's he, or a yes, master's? Yes, girl, bachelor's. That nigga should not have 80000 That He shouldn't went to my fucking college. That's his fucking fault. That's his dumb well, ass. I don't know. Where the hell so, he went for $80,000 for My thing is, why are you up there going off on a female for having her father? You know, yeah, my dad paid for my uh, college tuition, undergrad. And, you know, he helped me with my grad school, so I don't have student loans. So why would you hate on a black girl who got inherited wealth as well as she don't have debt? That don't make no damn sense. Do you sis. think that there's a different way that you could have told no, him? No, that nigga was, in, I think that nigga was hating. Because niggas can be jealous of females, too. Just like, you know how all these females out here now, they got these good jobs, they got this money. Maybe he felt like you were judging him when you were I like, damn. That nigga. When you were like, damn, you got $80,000 oh, shit. That's a lot. <laughs> fuck. That's a lot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that's a lot of debt. Anybody else would think that's a lot. He felt shit. a little bit attacked. That nigga need to I get... definitely feel like $80,000 just for an undergraduate degree. Like, nigga, unless you went to Harvard, That nigga ain't no doctor. Yale. Right. I'm like, like, damn, like I thought you was gonna be like he would he went it was for pharmacy school or nah. some shit. Like you like, oh, he just got it. he just an engineering major. That nigga. You so, know, he probably felt attacked a so little bit. So after that, y'all, I'm not even done with the story. So after that, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna block this nigga because the nigga got a little extra. He was like, You say shit that'll make a nigga wanna slap you. Bitch. Oh no. <laughs> oh nigga, I'm not about the domestic violence. You ain't we gonna got guns for you. You know where we from? Nigga. So I <laughs> I blocked them right from my phone, but I kept them on social media because I need my followers. So <laughs> next thing you know, the nigga apologizing to me on social media, on my Facebook. I ignore his ass. So he go on my Snapchat. He apologizing again. And then next thing you know, he's like, no, I tell him on, on Snapchat. I finally respond. I'm like, nigga, I'm going to be real with you. You need therapy. I can't talk to niggas that ain't healed. He went off on that you. That nigga again. got upset. The nigga was just like, "Oh, if I if I need therapy, you need a, a, a take an etiquette class. I only want to fuck anyway. <laughs> oh, if you only want to fuck, why are you blowing me up on well, all, every social well, media since we're platform, being nigga? Honest. <laughs> So I just like literally had to block him from social media and shit because I don't have time for that energy. And sometimes it's like that. I mean, that nigga is a lame. I've I've had amicable situations where, you know, I was revisiting someone from you know someone that I knew from the past. Uh, as you know, you know, my I had a little firefighter friend, um, but 
back home. It didn't work out. And you know what? I'm going to say for myself and what I'm learning just as I'm moving and I'm manifesting what I want for the future and how I want to be loved. Um, for me, I don't want no half-ass shit. Um, and, and knowing when to cut shit off when it, it is not working. This summer, I kind of had a, a clean house type of, you know, situation where it's just like, you know what? My, whatever little dips I, I had or my little dip that I had, if I didn't feel like, it was, uh, you know, going to be moving in a way that I wanted or if there was any value that either of us were going to get from the situation any, you know, more than what we had. It's like, listen, I don't want to just be going back and forth. So learning how to cut stuff off so that, you know, going into the the new year with new energy. So I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to get married, y'all. I, I used to believe in marriage. My parents been married for almost 40 years. And, mm. Well, it it is kind of still the peak of a pandemic. I, I know that we, we tired and we've been going through this since March of last year. But it's kind of, kind of, it, it kind of. I'm going to have to date a short man, girl. I'm going to have to just. It's hard just, to meet people I'm right gonna have now. To just, I got niggas in my DMs. I'm going to have to settle, y'all. I'm going to have to settle still, for a short nigga, That's girl. cyber dating. A little you person. Know? Cyber dating is when they they shoot at you from the the DMs of yeah. Instagram and Facebook. I'm about to shoot. That's it. I'm the age have to, that we're in. We're in the we're right. in the Jetsons age. We're in the space I'm about age. To date one of these little people, girl. Is that what you're gonna have to do? Yeah, little bow wows. All them little people, girl. Little people, big world, girl. I don't want their asses. Everybody know me. I don't like short men, but. Tasha don't like short I just got to settle, girl. She, you know? she she really does not. They like me. I don't know what the fuck it is. Nobody want their asses. And I, I I really like the taller ones. You know, you short, saying? though. That don't make no damn sense. So why do you think that I should automatically? You need a short nigga. Like, no, why do I'm tall. I, I want tall somebody nigga. that I can look up to as well. You can look up to a 5'8", nigga. <laughs> I could. See, and, yeah, and, that's who know. you need to get with, shit. Rock, listen, don't. Don't try to sell me off on who I need to be with. That's who you need to get with. Shit. Well, whatever. You short woman out here. So aside from dating life, what's going on? Girl, ain't nothing else. I got a promotion, y'all, and my job. Hey. I ain't going to put my job on blast like that. But, you know, I was real gun ho because, you know, they was doing some racist shit you know, on the right. past Tasha, she done talk cash money shit about them. They try to fire me, y'all, every every um couple of months. But she, I, they try to fire me. She but, you made know, it. God out here. God prevailed. Only God can have my back, okay? And especially Black Lives Matter came and they realized, you know, the racism that is going going on within everything not just like with police brutality but also with you know jobs and all that racism that goes within jobs and you know i end up getting a promotion so you know it is what it is you know i'm glad to see that little change but I, I feel like black people, we got to start our own black-owned businesses. We, we need to get more black-owned businesses man. and support ourselves more. Like, we, it's tons of black-owned businesses, but we need to, like, you know, I heard that you got to pass the black dollar eight times, like, you know, within. Back in our community. Yeah, eight times. You got to pass it around eight times within our community in order for our, us to be successful within the black community. So that's what I think that we need to do. Right. So if you're a black business, a black brand that wants to partner with us or interested, definitely hit us up because we want to highlight more, you know, of our black, you know, entrepreneurs, our black brothers and sisters, because 
yeah, like we we should definitely be buying our own products more and more. Right. And I'm tired of these celebrities. Now, I be fucking with celebrities, but I be tired of them with they fucking products and shit. I don't like Taraji. Like, I <laughs> you don't like, like girl, that she like, got natural hair. I don't products. like that shit. And like, so does Tracy Ellis it's Ross hard. too. It's like, listen, come on now. Like that hair been the fucking. I don't, but that's like Rihanna. How you feel about her? I don't her like Fenty. the shit. I don't like it. I don't like Fenty. But you know, people love Fenty shit. I don't really like Fenty like that because it. it I oxidates. like her lingerie. I never bought the shit. I, don't I like bought the shit their either. bras, but I will say that I don't like the shit either. I've had they don't them. have my size and cute colors. And her cute bras, shit. I will say that I I bought some bras like four or five months ago, and I do mm-hmm. feel like my boobs are poking out of them a little bit more than I like. You know what I'm saying? Like when bras start to wear, mm. and then you're spilling out of them. I do like them because the colors and the cuts of them and that variety. Mm-hmm. And I like how she done gamed up. Uh, all these uh, rappers and uh, uh, singers to be wearing her stuff, child. You know, I, I mean, I, I appreciate, I feel like I love the fact that Rihanna has, like, in terms of, like, marketing and advertising, oh, changed stellar. the way, like, you know, showcasing all sizes, you know, mm-hmm. and created different trends. You know how, like, back in the day, like, modeling was, you had to be a certain size and right. look a certain way. Rihanna, like, her... um her runway show was different from everybody right. else's runway show. She it featured had, everybody. Girl, she had everything, like even like skin tones, like skin, even small, skin black, tall, white, you know. I fuck with her creativity on that, but right. at the end of the day, I feel like I just hate when, you know, black, I just feel like black celebrities monopolize off of black people. Like it's so many other black people that are not celebrities that have black owned shit. And why can't they just be investor? Why do black rich people have to be extra owners? They got to make more and more and more money. Well, y'all can just invest in a black owned business and be like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll invest in y'all. I own 10% of your company. I'll give y'all this. I'll be the face. And I own like maybe 30%. Y'all can do stuff like that. And it's just like, I feel like sometimes they get, they, yes, they're black. But, you know, black is like a trend. Like, for some people, they use our culture because they right. don't have a culture. And they use that shit, and they, they get money off that shit. They get money off of black culture. And that's what a lot of black celebrities do. I don't like that shit. Right. You know, that's why I like to support, like, black-owned people that are not, like, Smaller brands. Smaller brands, know? like Juvia's Place Makeup. I love Juvia's Place. I fuck with them like the lip bar. They like lip bar, she went to my college and right. her shit is is dope. Right. Like I, I fuck with that shit. And I wanna like look into other like lingerie brands, but it's right. hard because I got big boobs, y'all. Right. So it's right, hard to right. find brands that really fit because I know Savage Finney don't have cute I shit. I like Finney. It's another black uh lingerie brand that I like. It's like Love Vera or like Shop Vera, but I just love her because it's always in some different types of hues of just like skin tones and stuff like that. So definitely all about supporting black business, um, you know, just as we continue to move forward and we doing what we're doing as just a community, you know, what, what we got planned for 2021, we plan to have some new content, more content dropping for you guys really soon. Uh, our website is being fleshed out more so you can definitely go visit and check it for content. Tasha is doing her thing too with her platform. Tasha, what you got going on? Um, 
y'all check out tits and giggles um dot tv it's on youtube so it's all about body positivity and um it started because you know i have big boobs so i have like a lot of breast conversation but it's like in a healthy way from breast reductions bless- not in a creepy way though yeah yeah breast reductions breast implants bras to shop for stuff like that and just anything about body positivity and loving yourself got you you got people ever sliding your DMs from your content and and asking weird questions about your boobs and stuff? I do. You know what? It's crazy because I do. I got niggas, like, from out the blue, and they just be excited about boobs. And I just be like, bruh, like, like my content, I'm trying to showcase that people need to stop sexualizing women. It's not overtly women. sexual. People need to stop sexualizing women. That shit was created by men. Like, let's keep it real. Like, for centuries, men have sexualized women. They have told women what to wear, what what they wear can be overly sexualized and stuff like that. So it's time for us women to be, like, to be more empowered and take that shit back from these niggas. Like, nah, like, just because I have my boobs out, it's not supposed to be sexualized breasts. It's to feed the babies. You know what I mean? It's it's not something to be sexual about. Like, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's because it's Western civilization. It's, it's, it's culture. But you know what? Even in, in other civilizations, because just like in, in Africa, we talk they about... They don't sexualize black women out there like that. No, but I when I say that, I mean like... Because black women be twerking and shit in the you, Caribbean and Africa. They don't sexualize that shit. They do that shit in America. Right. They do. But I'm saying that stuff and incidents are still prevalent over there, like in South Africa, you know, how women, you know, are being assaulted and and raped or murdered. Mm. And it's just like killers and just people just. You think it's because of our bodies, though? Because I don't know. You know. I just think it's just niggas that dang you know. shit. No, it's just because men. It's because men. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's men and, and we get these things in these these fears projected and cast it on us and then we get shamed and shit and it's like listen it's not because us i just feel like it's because y'all don't know how to control y'all selves ultimately yeah and i just feel like western i don't know i just feel like more so like you know how they have stereotyped black women particular with you know as in being more sexual than mm-hmm. other women because of how we look because how we're shaped or, or our curves mm-hmm. and stuff like that right and it's it's been going on for for centuries right and that's why my platform i you know i have curves and a lot of other women out here have curves and i just want to showcase that you know not everything is sexual like me if i want to wear a crop top just because I have curves, like, you shouldn't sexualize that. I have the right to want to, like, like what I like. Like, people, like, I had my, like, my best friend, for instance, he be trying to tell me I shouldn't be wearing this, but other women can wear it because they don't have boobs or they don't have, like, bodies. It doesn't look as provocative. That shit is lame as fuck. So, yeah, y'all check in on my channel, though. Yeah, so, death to double standards and all that type of stuff. All right, bet. So let's get into bless this mess. What are we like? What what's going on? Our bless. It's not even. It's bless our hearts. Bless their hearts is what we getting into. And this week we were talking about a couple of things that right. just kind of stood out. But it wasn't like for what I had. I just wanted to kind of like analyze it and just like be like, what's so different? 
Um, Danny Lee, um, the singer, songwriter, uh, choreographer, um, she caught a lot of flack last week, and it was just based upon the fact that, you know, she previewed a song called, like, Yellow Bone, and, like, some of the lyrics were, like, you know, very simple, <laughs> very ABC in nature, uh, just Yellow Bone, you know, uh, I'm what he want, you know, and people were up in arms about it, and, um, you know, the 26-year-old, she tried to explain herself, and but people they weren't convinced by it either right um but my thing too is okay well all right read the room you know it's not a great climate for that type of stuff but you know we've had charlamagne the god and other people to come out and be like well hey listen there's songs about red bones there's songs songs about brown skin girls all this type of stuff but my thing too is it's not even just about that i look at her counterpart you know she's dating the baby the carolina rapper and um what's happening is like my thing is it's kind of a double standard and i hate that women regardless of race like we we get drug like we get drug more she had a song called yellow bone he got a song called light skin shit and if you listen to the lyrics when i first heard that shit i found it offensive i'm just like what like what did he say the song because i, I ain't it wasn't it wasn't like overtly offensive it was just like light skin shit she uh basically like the girl acting like she on some light skin shit but it's like a whole homage to a light-skinned woman mm. and i'm just like and when i heard the song it kind of turned me off to him a little bit when i heard it on girl, his, maybe that's why he got with danny girl maybe it is <laughs> but it's just like when i hear that type of rhetoric come out of you know yeah you you're dark skin and and you can have a preference but again, well, I don't think preference is I hate when people be like oh you can have a preference with skin tone preference is not fucking skin tone okay because because you know you everybody know like we got a lot of colorism within the black race mm-hmm. I feel like preferences with oh you like somebody that is like oh tall short right. big small but skin tone should not be within your preference that's just me partic- that's just right. me, my own opinion. I just you know what? I and you know, I'm not like a huge fan of, you know, Danny or the babies per se, but my thing is, um, all of just the sake of fairness, I'm just like, it's crazy how like men can get away with things and how women we can we can get raked across the coals for some stuff. And it, and and I feel like yeah, yes, to some right. it can be considered That's tone true. death. I mean, death I just feel like damn. It's like st- stuff that men say and it just gets overlooked, but like when women his counterpart is like, "Oh, a yellow bone is what he want." And he had a whole song called Light Skin Shit. It don't make it right, but it just like I just wish that we would hold everybody accountable to the same type of stuff. But, you know, we all know it's it's, it's going to be a double standard within hip-hop. It's always going to be. But it, it, just like we need to change up the double standards in a lot of different areas, this is another thing. We can't just give men like, passes and be like, oh, well, this is this. I feel like women have to, like, you know, women, I feel like women are the most supporters to these hip-hop artists, and women have to yeah. hold these these artists more accountable like 
you know, we hold other women accountable. Oh, yeah, for sure. But we need to start holding men accountable. And then, you know, when I first heard Danny's song, or what when I heard a snippet, I didn't really listen to it all like that, right. to be real. I wasn't offended because I hear shit like that all the time from male rappers. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I was looking at the comments, that's when I, like, start, like, you know. Being like, okay, I can Okay, yeah, 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 I can understand a little more. Like, for instance, one of the comments said, so we gonna act like brown skin girls wasn't to uplift black girls while Danny's song was bragging about how the baby left his dark skinned baby mom before yellow bone. But hold up, isn't that really like that's really like interpretive and that's really assumptive. She could have wrote the damn song before they even got together. She could have. I feel like that isn't that a lot of infringement so, on somebody's artistic expression? Right. And then also uh, a comment said um brown skin girls is love for our skin not what what he prefers beyonce showed all complexions even albino love don't compare where you can't compete you are not a red yellow bone you are a white hispanic gaslighting the black community true i and i think all everybody's points are valid but i'm gonna say this I can't, I just feel like at the end of the day, even if, you know, as long as it's not like blatantly like hate and spiteful, my thing is like, how can you really infringe upon, like, how can you, how can we block somebody for, for however they feel about themselves or whatever helps their self-esteem? But I feel like people feel like it's the same thing as, you know, Cause we know the history of you know privilege of lighter skinned black woman. They probably feel like it's the same thing as if a black or a white girl said, "Oh, well, I love my white skin. I love this," and they'll be like, "That shit sounds racist as fuck." So maybe that's what people feel like. It's like you already know that you've been having privilege. You know, well, she probably doesn't know the privilege, and then you're you know you know the history of you know. All of this stuff between dark and light and colorism. It's very heavy. It, it is. And, and they like, like, damn, like you're tone deaf. And then it's the same thing as like white people. Like what white people, like maybe KKK white people do. I don't know if that's a stretch, but <laughs> that's what some people in the comments have been talking about. Right. But um, I do feel like it's a double standard. Like Andrea was saying, like well, even when Doja Cat, like, yeah, Doja Cat was saying some shit about you know and honestly i'm gonna keep it real like doja cat was talking bad about black men she didn't really talk bad about black women and black men and it's was because so, her dad is a black guy and she doesn't really have a relationship they was with him. black men was so fucking upset with her or whatever and they was because she was talking to a white dude yeah yeah and it and, it, and i'm like she apologized and she sounded sincere and she's young she's a kid so i forgave her personally because you got to give people you can't just stone people you got to give people like time to see if they can I change feel like and that's they can grow. all that we do right now and then black men was just they was just mad at doja i feel like we but just niggas, drag and cancel niggas, people black men can talk bad about black women all the time they do it all the time like they don't support black women like now. for instance when Gabrielle Union was going through what her, she was going through 
all of Hollywood was silent. Silent. We didn't hear shit from Kevin Hart. We didn't hear. We heard. Uh, what's that other nigga name? That uh, dude from Everybody Hates Chris. That's what I'm saying. That he was, was up there, like kind of oh, like he's not diva. He he's... wasn't siding with her. Like he was siding with the white people. Like he wasn't like he didn't have her right. back. That was in white and chicks. Even when and you all think that. about Megan Thee Stallion, people up all the rappers, the male rappers were silent. Nobody had her back. It's just but like her her female counterparts came to her back. I mean, came to her aid and. Did she return it? That's, that's you want to bless your heart to uh, Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> no, for that? No, we not. That's dated. But not like, even ASAP Rocky. That I don't like that nigga for Rihanna. I don't either. But that's I, who I, she I chose. Let it go. That nigga talked bad about Black Lives that's Matter. Who she that chose. nigga said that's he was what I'm saying. rich. He, he was talked like, bad he about Black. He women. was like, I can't relate. And I'm like, damn. Like you grew up in Harlem. And that's a sad tell thing. Me. The nigga tried to tell me I can't wear red lipstick. I look good as fuck with red right. lipstick. Well, Y'all we, need to check my we, Instagram. Well, we done already talked about how the fact that men need to stop speaking on what the fuck women do oh yeah so i want to bless my heart too you know i used to i kind of i like her but i don't like her jt from city girls so we talking about colorism we talking about danny and shit i just gotta go we gotta stop we gotta stop colorism period within everybody like light-skinned people dark-skinned people like anybody can have colorism issues and when JT was saying how she she said something like she liked dark skinned girls, not Pretty the burnt black ones. girls. She just said she don't like crunchy black girls. Like you know, trying to make it seem like it's crunchy the, dark, the dark, girls. dark black girls, like the Lapita complexion. That shit is lame as fuck, and it shows that you have some type of colorism issues. Maybe you was when you was young, people said some shit about your your skin tone and shit like that. So like when you got older and you got a little bit, you know, more love. Like, you felt like, oh, you know, I'm cute, but, like, the darker girls weren't cute. I don't like that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Because dark-skinned girls can have insecurities, too. Yes, we talk about we talk about privilege and shit like that. With You know, we just talk about Danny being light-skinned, but also dark-skinned women can have issues, too. Right, light-skinned like women shit. can have issues. Dark, like, we all have issues. And you know what? I saw Summer Walker, she posed it in a... a, a Instagram Wait, she, post. she got colorism issues too? It's, no, it wasn't colorism issues, but what she was saying, it was like a picture of the Kardashians and it just was like, you know, it's women that want to be tanner. It's women that want, uh, you know, women with small lips that want bigger lips. You know, oh. it just was uh, basically a, a yin and yang of like the things that people want versus the things that they don't want. Like, you know, and black women will be like, well, oh, we want slimmer features or we shit. want a slimmer I like my Right, right. But I'm saying there are some women that feel like that and it just goes to, to show and say that. Most people aren't are never satisfied and they always want something else or something different that they don't have. So that's neither here nor there. But all right. So we're going to um, leave it off on some sweet tea this week. And that's just some good news that I'm kind of bringing in. the about sweet tea. <laughs> she some up there making up some shit. So yeah, some sweet tea, some good news. So my little sweet tea, my tidbit that I'm I'm happy to see um, because I wasn't happy to hear about this news shit as I'm, you know, walking about uh, the city on my day to day. Anyway, uh, so we heard about that um, the single mom um, that got attacked in Harlem. Mm. 
outside the liquor store by a group of guys. The, you Bitch know, ass right? Uh, I mean, like, well, like what? What type of a man? What type of dudes? What type of group of dudes would attack? Uh, a single like defenseless woman like that shit is so fucking weird to me I mean that is the most insane thing to me like I thought that we used to always hear that women and children were off limits apparently shit, not, in the Bronx. not today and not in this day and age because a group of like four or five dudes attacked this woman and bit her face and that is the craziest shit to me but um in in positive news you know um you know we've been hearing a lot uh, especially in these last uh these previous months um where we've just been talking about you know how black women don't we don't feel protected and that is a, a key incident that took place and that woman she was assaulted on the streets it was you know it was at night but Damn, you know, did it, no, I don't know if anybody stopped in to help her. I don't know if anybody seen shit, but you no, know they, they did because they did because they, they either called it into the authorities. No, people saw and they started filming it. Um, that's what I heard. But, um, my thing is so, uh, this past Saturday, they, they held a rally and like I think it was the Bronx or it was Harlem. They held a rally outside of that same. It was Harlem. Harlem. They held a rally outside of that same store um, for her. You know, I'm gonna find those niggas and fuck just, their asses man, up. Man, they need to because I mean, if that ain't the most whole ass shit that I've ever seen in my life, like who does that? And then they bite her eye. Like what kind of like what kind of Some niggas, what is that? I would have fucked one of them up. That's all I gotta say. One of them would have got fucked up. I probably would have got fucked up by the other four. But right, one of them would have got fucked up. Somebody would have got fucked up, but right, for real, you know. But the the good news is that the community is banding together, and that you know, yeah, you know, the welfare of a black woman is very important. Like we gotta we gotta look out for each other, and we especially gotta look out for our women and our kids. Come on, we can't get that lost. We can't get lost in the shuffle. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Well, All righty, y'all. Well, let's wrap this on up. It's been real. You know, it's been good kicking it with you guys. You can uh, stream us on uh, all streaming platforms, Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean. YouTube. Make sure you go check us out, uh, gritsinthecitypodcast.com. You can visit us and check out our episodes and our website content there. Go check out Tits and Giggles TV as well and uh all right y'all stay tuned for the next episode